Nobody rats on Little Caesar. See? There it is. Experimental robot 23. He's really something, Professor. I want you to look everywhere for a girl named Janet Corning. Janet Corning. Five feet, five inches, uh, brown hair. Brown eyes and the cutest little dimples you ever saw. Brown eyes and the cutest little... I mean, she has prominent dimples. This is Wisecracks Radio Hour. Join us as we follow quantum scientists Chuck and Wagner through their adventures as they try to get back home to the year 2017 and listen in as they riff on classic radio. Morning, Chuck. I just got back from across the street. He didn't have another mark patch, but he said he could have it by the end of the week. Well, that's good enough. So once you install the mark patch, what's left before we can try the try to go home again? Quite a bit, I'm afraid. We burned up the rich wrath tube like a face melting guitar solo last time we tried it. Oh yeah. You remember how hard it was to find that thing? Mm-hmm. Not sure what we're gonna do about that. We also need to replace the Halen core on the fan so it doesn't burn up again. The fan Halen? Yeah, shouldn't be hard to find another one. Those are main components in most automobiles on the road today. Eddie over at the garage will probably have one or two. Very good. Okay, then are you ready to start the next tape? Ready as I'll ever be. Here, cue this one up. Hot dog, another dragnet. Man, I love these. I know you do. This one's called the Big Mounts. All right. Classic. Ladies and gentlemen, the story you are about to hear is true. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. What about the guilty? No, their names are in there. You're a detective sergeant. You're assigned a forgery detail. I am? For the past several months, a man posing as an actor has been passing worthless checks in your city. You've got a description of the suspect, but no lead to his whereabouts. Your job, get him. Dragnet, the documented drama of an actual crime. For the next 30 minutes, in cooperation with the Los Angeles Police Department, you will travel step by step. Ooh, I don't have time for that. To an actual case transcribed from official police. Oh, I hope we don't get shot at. Again. From crime to punishment, Dragnet is the story of your police force in action. It was Tuesday, January 10th. Ooh, that's my daughter's birthday. We were working the day watch out of forgery division. Forging documents. The boss is Captain Welsh. My name's Friday. I was on my way back to the office from a cup of coffee. It was 4.12 p.m. when I got to forgery. The squad room. Where the squad lives. It was a duty of the citizen. It is a duty, isn't it? Yes, ma'am. Hi, Joe. Hi. Mrs. Neskett, this is my partner, Sergeant Friday. Mrs. Neskett? No, Sergeant. Uh, that's Sergeant to you, lady. Got stuck oh. with a bum check, Joe. Mm-hmm. She's a landlady out on Western. Well, not a landlady. Western what? Exactly. Only rents a couple of rooms. More for company than anything. Dad left a plane to get by on. Yes, ma'am. 
And we'd help her out if it was necessary. Dick and me. Dick's my husband. We'd help her out. Mm-hmm. We'd help her out of town, maybe. well by herself, but if she pulls any more fool stunts like this... Tony has a $3 bill. See right there? No such account. Big as life. Stamped all over That the same thing happened to Cheech and Chong. I understand her. I just don't understand her at all. She only speaks well, French. You can take a bad check in his nest, no matter how careful they are. Even with good identification, you can be fooled. Fool me once. Report it, don't they? Well, yes, ma'am, usually. Look at the date. Way last December, over a month ago. That's good math. Over a month ago, and she hasn't done a thing about it. Didn't intend to, either. Didn't even want me to know. Good thing I started early this year. Early, ma'am? On our income tax. That's how I found out about the check. Oh. I used to work in a tax office, so I always make out mother's return. Look at I me. I'm an accountant. Doesn't keep any records. Just stubs and a few bills. Well, someday they'll audit her and she'll find out. Well, why didn't your mother report this check herself, you know? You tell me. I asked you first. The man had an honest face. That's about all I can get out of her. How'd she happen to take it? With her hands, I suppose. First month's rent. Well, she's not out of any cash. Sure she's out cash. $20. That's what she's out. He made the check for seventy. A month's rent's only fifty. Not a lot of money, but twenty dollars is twenty dollars. Mathematician. There's a principal too. Oh, from the school? An actor, something like that. School play. The fellow gave it to her. Mother says she remembered his name from the movies. Somebody That's named Tom Cruise. I don't see why she'd trust an actor any more than she would somebody else. Can I see that, please? Mm-hmm. Parker Allington. You ever hear of him, Joe? Allington. Parker Darner killed her. I think it sounds familiar. It was in pictures when I was a kid, I believe. Huh? As I remember, I never cared much for him, though. If it's the same guy, the parts he played. What do you mean? Heavy. Except for that eyes wide shut garbage. We ran the name Parker Allington through R&I, and we turned up one package listing a drunk arrest in 1935. We called the Screen Actors Guild to see if they could help locate him. They said they'd check, and they asked us to call back in an hour. 4.30 p.m. We left the office and drove out to the Western Avenue address Mrs. Nesca had given us. It was a two-story Spanish stucco with a rooms for rent sign in the front window. I think it was written in French. Somebody's coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes? Ms. Grimp? Uh, yes. It's pronounced C. Rimpy. Frank Smith, my name's Friday. Please, officer. That's right, man. We carry badges. And guns. Beg pardon? My daughter Anita. She sent you. Sent us what? I told her not to. She never does anything I tell her. Doesn't even understand French. You all right if we come in? Living room's a mess. We got a coyote. Tears up everything. The ornament from the tree was raining last week when I took it down and I couldn't get out to the garage. Why not? I won't press any charges. Well, that's up to you. Not against that poor man, I won't. And you can't force me to press charges. No, ma'am. Suppose you tell us about the check. Well, it was on paper. It had ink on it. Your daughter says this man, Allington, gave it to you for rent. Here, let me get that box out of the way so you'll have some place to sit. I'll take care of it then. All right, I'll put it here. Oh, yes, yes, fine, thanks. In the fire. Uh, the check was for rent, is that right? That's right. When did you take it? Uh, as soon as he handed it to right. me. A week or so before Christmas. Well, the date's on it, isn't it? December 9th. Oh, that's what it says. Have you ever seen Allington before? You ever met up with him? Not in person. I may have seen him in pictures. He said he'd been in a lot of pictures. He seems familiar. You ever see Top Gun? That's him. Talk to me, Goose. He a sign out in front of the window. He was living in a hotel downtown and was out this way visiting friends. Did he mention the name of the hotel? Uh, no. Hotel California. I don't think so. What about the people he was visiting? They were fine. Well, what about them? Well, did he tell you who they were? They may have. <laughs> no, they said he could check out, but not he could now. never leave. 
Now, you said he saw the sign. In the window? Yes, ma'am. He came in and asked about the room, but was still for rent. I showed it to him. Upstairs in front, a real nice view. Of the dumpster. Straight off, straight off. The dumpster? But he used to live in a house something like this when he first came to California years ago when his wife was alive. Sort of reminded him of better times. That's how I put it. And he gave you this check for the first month's rent? Yes. I suppose Anita already told you. He made it out for $20 extra. Why was that? He was bad at math. Some cash money to hire a cab and move his things out here. And you gave him the cash, hmm? $20. I couldn't turn him down. Why not? Well, he had a gun. Honest, that's all. You can tell when a person's honest. Yeah, sometimes. And he was so anxious to get the room. He wanted to be all moved in in time for the holidays. He wanted to be with people, I suppose. I felt sorry for him. Did you ask for any identification? Well, no, there wasn't any reason. I recognized his name. Besides, he was going to be living here. There wasn't anything wrong with his check. He'd be around to make it right. How'd that work out for you? Now, that doesn't mean he was trying to cheat me. Well, it looks that way, ma'am. Now, you folks are policemen. It's your job to suspect people of being crooked, and I don't blame you. Your job. $20? Yeah, sure, thanks. $20. I'll take it. Is that reason to throw a man like Mr. Allington in jail? Well, it might be more than $20. Well, that's all I gave him, don't you believe me? Yes, ma'am. This man has passed quite a few checks. And quite a bit of gas. I told you before, I won't press charges. Yes, ma'am, you told us. You don't understand. He didn't mean any harm. You sure about that, Miss Crump? I'm a uh, it's C. Rempe. Nature. I ought to be by now. Yes, ma'am. He's had lots of trouble. He's talented. Uh, his name's Friday. An actor like him probably pulled down a fancy salary and never had any worries. Now it's all gone. All his money, his wife, everything. Well, if he'd never been rich, it wouldn't be so hard. You don't miss something you've never had. Well, I missed the bus once, and I never had one of those. Mind if we use your phone? It's in the hall. I'll show you. That's all right. I'll find it. Mind the cookie. No, I didn't mean any offense. Oh, I suppose. Uh, it's C. Rimpy. There's some cookies there while you're waiting. Eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. Hello, Jenny. Miss Breckhart, please. I'll wait if you don't mind. Thank you. Hello, Miss Breckhart. This is Sergeant Friday. I spoke to you a little while ago about Parker Allington. Yeah, that's right. You asked me to call back. Uh-huh. When was that? Oh, I see. Yes, it certainly does. You bet. Thank you very much. Bye. Goodbye. I remember this guy when I was a kid. Never liked them. You'd like to take a few home with you. I've got plenty extra. Well, thanks anyway. They wouldn't let me inside the front door if I showed up with an armload of cookies. Got anything else? Yeah. We'd like you to come with us, Miss Crimp. I see, Rimpy. Well, what on earth for? I want to see if you can identify the man who gave you that check. You mean you've already arrested him? No, ma'am. Well, I don't understand. Speak French. Some mug shots, some photographs. You want me to pick out Mr. Allenson's picture? If you can. Well, now, that's silly. You don't need me for that. The studios must have pictures of him in newspapers. Why, that's downright silly. It wasn't Ellington, man. Say what? The fellow passed that check. What'd you find out? Ellington died three years ago. Well, he looked pretty good for a dead guy, I can tell you that. Miss <laughs> Breckhardt at the Screen Actors Guild had checked with a motion picture relief home. They reported that Ellington had lived there from 1949 until a heart attack caused his death several years later. We managed to convince Mrs. Crimp that she'd been taken by a professional swindler. Down at the city hall, we showed her mug shots of known bad check artists. 
No, that's not him. Oh, how about this one? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure not. Well, that's John Revolta, I think. Well, the picture might be out of date. Expire? Well, that's it. Miss Crimp. Yes? Could you describe him for us? Well, he was funny looking. He was medium sized. And funny looking. Oh, Joe must be really short. No, thanks. Any marks or scars? No, not that I know. I've got a cousin named Mark. Beg pardon? What color were his eyes? Well, I couldn't say. They were eye-colored. Only there for a few minutes. Part so white. Seemed like an average man. For his age, gentleman, nice-looking, sort of distinguished. In a creepy sort of way. No, except for his expression. What do you mean? He was kind of sad, unhappy, like he'd been through a lot. <laughs> Guess that won't help you, though. Good night. Is that all? Yes, ma'am. We'll take you home now. Uh, officer. Uh, that's officer... Oh. Got any Skittles? Don't tell my daughter about all this. I mean that it wasn't Mr. Allenson that I let somebody trick me. She'd say it proves that I'm not able to take care of myself. I'd never hear the end of it. She treats me like a child as it is. Now, you don't have to tell her, do you? No, ma'am. I'd sure appreciate it. Not that she doesn't have my best interests at heart, but nobody likes to be criticized all the time, especially by their own flesh and blood. You got any children, Sergeant? Who wants to know? Well, then you don't understand how I feel. Yes, ma'am, maybe I do. You couldn't. Could too. We drove Miss Crimp to her home, and then we checked out for the night. By the end of the week, two more landladies in the Western Avenue area had reported receiving bad checks from a man who claimed to be Parker Allington. Their stories tallied almost word for word with what Ms. Crimp had told us. January 13th, 4.45 p.m. Frank and I checked back into the office after an interview with one of the victims. We hired her. You'd think that guy would wise up. Think twice. Can't go on using a dead actor's name forever. Somebody's going to catch on. Well, they haven't so far. Except for Mimi, Nicole, and Katie. I thought you were on a diet. Huh? I thought you were on a diet. Well, Joe, i got to keep up my strength. Yeah. Person needs a certain amount of sugar. And weed. Not so high on calories. Read an article the other day. Teaspoonful of sugar, only 35 calories. And it helps the medicine go down. You lost any weight yet? No, I'm all my own. You haven't lost any, though. No. I don't want to get thin, Joe. Just sort of uh, watching it, that's all. Say, why don't you lay off? (laughs) Really? Forgery Friday. That comes after Thievery Thursday. Could you speak up a little, please? I can't hear you. Now, just a minute. All right, go ahead, please. That's 2238? Yes, ma'am, I had it. Yes, ma'am, right For away. donuts? <laughs> well, looks like you had it figured. How come? Somebody did catch on. Woman over near Los Feliz Boulevard. Yeah? Fellow's trying to give her a phony check. Crime? Yeah, he's still there. Short little guy. Wants her to take a personality test. Cross some bridge. <laughs> Frank and I drove out to a side street just south of Los Feliz Boulevard. It took us 20 minutes to get to the house. Because we stopped for Taco Tuesday, of course. standing on the porch. She spotted our car and walked down the steps. You the policeman? Yes, well, that would explain the badges. How do I do what? Well, the traffic's kind of heavy this time of day. Well, why didn't you use your siren? We didn't want to scare him off. Plus the line at the donut shop. About 10, 15 minutes ago. Oh, I'm Daisy Wilkers. Suppose you need that name for your records. Yes, Mrs. Wilkers. Not Miss. Mrs. Mr. You see which way he went? Sorry, sir. bus on the corner. Probably in Hollywood by now. Well, why do you leave in such a rush? Got the role of a zombie. Suspicious. Might have heard my phone call. I had to talk so loud to make you understand me. I tried to keep him here as long as I could. I did my best. You can't ask more than that. No. Did you offer him Skittles? Well, you might as well come inside. Suppose you want a full report. 
That's a regular procedure, isn't it? You also cookies, you fatso? Watch it on television, go to the movies. They got it all down pat. Yes, ma'am. Well, he came up to my door. Oh, must have been an hour ago by now. At least an hour. Yes, ma'am. Asked if I had a room for rent. I told him that's what the sign said. He just laughed, like he thought I'd been making a joke. Didn't know I was serious. You show him the room? Well, I tried to. He hardly even glanced at it. Then he said this was exactly what he'd been looking for. That's when I first began wondering about him. What else did he say? That he used to live in a house like this when he was a little boy back east, and that it reminded him of home. I figured he was softening me up to get me to lower the rent. Well, two can play at that game. I got him to lower the payment. What did you do? Well, I said ten dollars. Room's not worth a cent over forty-five. I asked fifty-five. Mm-hmm. That way I'd be able to come down when he started playing on my sympathies. Wouldn't be out anything either. Yeah. Didn't bat an eye. When I told him it was fifty-five, said he'd take it just like that. I knew right away something was wrong. I already told that? him about the ghost and everything. Downstairs into the living room here. We watched The Bachelor. Go ahead. Well, I said I wanted the first month's rent in advance. A lot of them try to pay you by the week. Before you can turn around, they're behind. Takes forever to get rid of them once they're moved in. I always insist on a full month. Yes, ma'am. Well, didn't bat an eye at that either. Brought out a checkbook. Said Toys R Us right there on the corner. A extra? How'd you know? Well, he's been around before. 25 extra. That's what he wanted. If he'd been around so long, why haven't you picked him up? No! Oh. Oh. A few minutes earlier this afternoon, you'd solve the whole case. Well, we're just as anxious to solve it as you are, Ms. Walker. Did you say why he needed the extra cash, ma'am? Something about cab fare to get his things out here. That's a lot of cab fare. That's Should have used an Uber. Right to his face, exactly what I said. He said he'd have to clear up his hotel bill, too. Claimed they wouldn't take a check if he was moving. They only take checks if you're absolutely still. I was sure the check was no good. Not that I would have cashed it. But there's no point in running to the police until you got the facts to back you up. Mm-hmm. What made you so sure it was phony? Well, the way you said oh, it said non-negotiable? What do you mean? Parker Allington. You knew he wasn't Allington. Well, how could he be? Allington's dead. You didn't know he was dead? Yes, ma'am. We knew it. Well, then. We killed him. Miss Wilkers, are you connected with show business? I follow it, that's all. Oh, I don't spend all my time reading movie magazines or anything like that. But I keep up with what's going on in the field. Do you know Allington was on television last night? What's that? The Late Show. Picture must have been at least 20 years old. He played the villain. Did a good job considering it was 20 years ago. Gives you a funny feeling, though, watching somebody who isn't here anymore. Not really. Now, as soon as you saw the name Allington on the check, you realized the guy was a phony and called us. Is that right? Well, approximately. We watched The Bachelor first. Well, I told him I didn't know if I had the cash in the house. Said I'd have to go upstairs and make sure. I got an extension phone up there. Right. I'm rich. I'll telephone you. Uh-huh. One more thing, Miss Walters. Well? We've got a description, but it's rather vague. Description? Yes, yeah, that this guy's been passing himself off as Allington. Oh. All we know is his medium-sized gray hair and fairly well-dressed. Well, that's about right. You see Mr. Impossible? Reason? That's him. You mean you want to know who he is? That's right. Wilbur French. Who's that? Used to play bit parts in pictures. Yeah. He had a role in Charlotte's Web. The minute he came through the door. Miss Wilkers insisted her identification of the check forger was correct. We drove back to the office, checked the name Wilbur French through R&I. We had nothing. Wilbur. I telephoned Miss Breckhart at the SAG. She reported that French was a member in bad standing, two years delinquent in his dues. She had no address listed for him, but she was able to tell us that the last company he had worked for was a small TV outfit on Santa Monica Boulevard. She also told I used to wear a small TV outfit. <laughs> ...by a Paul Pilcher, an agent with offices on Sunset. January 14th, 9.35 a.m. I dropped Frank off at the Santa Monica TV company, and I drove on out to interview Pilcher. We interviewed him. It went well, but we didn't hire him. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? I'd like to see Mr. Pilcher. Are you a client? Police officer. My name's Friday. 
Oh. Let the culture in. In what? Yeah. Expecting him. Well, I don't well know eventually. Exactly. Sometimes he plays tennis on Saturday mornings before he comes to the office. I see. But he'll be in. He's closing a deal with TIC. The Royal Court? That's a studio, a new company just getting started. Oh, I see. Would you like to look at the trades while you're waiting? Yesterday. No, thanks. I'm not trading. Well, thank you very much. Um, Mr. Pilcher in some kind of trouble? Not as far as I know, no. That's a relief. Mr. Pilcher's office. I'm sorry he hasn't come in yet. Any minute. Would you like me to have him call you? I see. Well, if you'll try again in about 15 minutes, he ought to be here. Bye. Just text him. Morning, Mr. Pilcher. Good morning. This gentleman's waiting to see you. Mm hmm? And Mr. Brogan's office called. They'll call back. Mr. Brogan's getting shaved. Yeah, I'm a police officer. My name's Friday. Police? That's right. What can I do for you? I'd like to talk to you for a minute. All right, come on inside. Sit down. Thank you. Want a cigarette? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> what are friends for? Never mind, I have a match here. Ah, oh, it's a good one. What's your name Wilbur French, Mr. Pilcher. French? That's right. No, no, I don't handle him. You used to be his agent, didn't you? Oh, a couple of years ago, not anymore. Oh. What's he done? Could you tell me where I could find him? I wouldn't have any idea. Don't think he's had much work lately. At least I haven't heard about him working. What was his last address? Oh, you come to the wrong man. Oh, was he dead? Well, the last address that you have for him, Bob. I don't keep addresses of actors after they leave me. Well, why did they leave you? Usual reason, no work. Pretty bad as an actor. Excuse me. Bad checks. Yes? I'll put him on. Hello, George. How are you? Not good. good. And Mabel? She's good. Oh, that's a shame. Seems to be a lot of it going around this time of year. Well, what about Harvey? You make up your mind? The rabbit? Uh-huh. I sure don't agree with you there, George. He didn't look too old in the test. He studied really hard. Though he's been in the business a few years, you can't hold that against him. I can if I want. What do you mean a new face? You'll bring out somebody from New York who's been on television a hundred times. There won't be anything new about his face. But you said he didn't look, look old. Your business. I'm just trying to set a good actor in the right part. I'll be through soon. Have you heard of Tom Cruise? That's more like it, George. Now, how many weeks work? No, no, George, I've read the script. Davis can't shoot that many scenes in two weeks. He's slow. Twelve hundred a week, four week guarantee. Twelve hundred Skittles a Richard week. You paid him twelve hundred last fall. Twelve hundred Skittles. Look, George, if I was a Beverly Hills agent, you know what Harvey cost you? About the same. Well, I'm not going to argue with about it. You call Fletcher. He'll tell you what he paid Harvey. I'll be here till noon if you want to make a deal. Bye. I love Fletch. Sorry to be so long. Sure. Any suggestions on how I might get in touch with French? Screen Actors Guild. Well, they sent me here. Oh. Well, what's he done? We'd rather talk to him. Well, the last time I saw him, he touched me for ten bucks. He did Where what? Was <laughs> Wein Weinstein. Are you serious? It's just a routine investigation. Thanks very much, Mr. Pilcher. Uh, uh, wait a minute. Yes, sir? I suppose I could turn him up. Be a dirty trick, though. But think of the children. Now, maybe it's my fault that he's in trouble. I didn't get him enough work. Now I hand him over to you. Makes me a heel, doesn't it? Heel, yeah, it does. Well, he won't think so. You said you didn't know where he lived. Well, I don't. Well, how will you find out? Google. Spread the word around that I got a job for him. He'll hear about it. He'll That's touch it. anything He'll for ten bucks. Right, <laughs> Leave your number. When I hear from French, I'll get in touch with you. Thank you. I still feel like a heel. Well, you shouldn't. You called the turn on him. Mm -hmm. He's a bad actor. Everyone's a critic. I left Pilcher's office and picked up Frank. He wasn't that heavy. Given him a still photo from the last production in which French had appeared. He wasn't as heavy as he looked. He readily identified the man in the picture. The third victim was also certain it was the same person who had posed as Allington. January 16th, 3.32 p.m. 
Paul Pilcher telephoned the office. He told us French was living at a hotel in Hollywood on Selma Avenue. When we got there, the desk clerk said French was in his room. 17B. 17B or 17 not B? <laughs> that is the question. Landshark. Who is it? Like talk to you, French. Just a minute. Candy Graham. Yeah? We're police officers. See the badge? Like that? Questions. Downtown. What is this, a gag? No, it's, no, it's a rap. Well, anybody can get hold of a badge. Who sent you? Mike? Sammy? David Lee Roth? Knock it off. I've been in too many pictures. I can tell actors from cops. You ever hear of Parker Allington? Yeah, I've heard of him. Worked with him in pictures. Used to be friends. But, but then he blocked me. Hmm? On bad checks. Now, look, boys. I know why they sent you. I told Mike I got a call this morning about a job. It'd be just like him to pick a time like this. <laughs> Some practical <laughs> joker, isn't it? Oh. Oh, work, friend. What? Come on. You know who we are and why we're here. Let's go. Hey. Oh. oh. One of Mike's gang. Let's go. Well, three landladies say different. Three landladies oh. walk into a you bar. Get Grab your coat. There was only a grab few bucks. That's enough. How'd you tumble? Like the boy George. Wellington was dead. I never figured he was that famous. She knew you, too. Me? That's right. Couldn't have known I was living here. Who told you? Come on, let's go. I, I like, like the nightlife, baby. That's why I wanted to get in touch with me. I should have figured it wasn't about a job. Pilcher, wasn't it? Come on. Some agent. Couldn't land a job if your life depended on it. Five years. Over five years I was signed with him. Never had a decent booking. Nothing that lasted. A couple of days here and there. Nothing that lasted. Well, don't you worry about it. Huh? You'll get more than that in the slammer. <laughs> well, isn't he a regular Joe Friday? <laughs> I love these. Ooh. Good thing we're fixing Wilbur this tape. No, it sounds terrible. French was found guilty on three felony warrants charging forgery. <laughs> he was sentenced. This guy's been knocking a few back. For Section mm-hmm. 470. No wonder Brumbles wanted us on this one. Period of one to fourteen years. <laughs> Dragnet. It's turned into a horror flick. The United States Armed Forces Radio <laughs> Service. Good one. Man, I can't get enough of these old Dragnet episodes. Yeah, they're so good. Well, let's take a break. I'm going to run over to Eddie's to see if he's got a Halen core for the fan. While I'm gone, why don't you call the landlady and see if Steve Dallas has been around anymore? I've got a feeling we haven't seen the last of that guy. Okay, I'll give her a call right now. Hey, you be careful. And while you're out, how about picking up a couple of those bit of honey bars? I've been craving those for some reason. And get some Boston baked beans, too. That sweet tooth of yours is getting out of control. Hello, Miss Barnes. Yes, it's Charles. Oh, fine, fine, yeah. Look, I was wondering if you'd happen to see that stranger around that you were talking about the other day. Really? Yeah, we're kind of worried about him, too. Might have to call the police if he shows up again. Yeah. Well, we're going to be out of town for a few days anyway, but we should be back my next week at the latest. Okay, very good. We'll see you then. Thanks.
Wisecracks Radio Hour is written and produced by Aaron Lindsay and Sean Rourke. Dr. Charlie is played by Aaron Lindsay. Dr. Wagner is played by Sean Rourke. Mr. Brumbles is played by Craig Underhill. And I'm your announcer, Lori Lindsay. Please connect with us on social media. Our Twitter handle and Facebook ID is Wisecracks Radio. Our website is wisecracksradio.com. Thanks for listening and tune in next week for another exciting episode. Please review us wherever you find your podcasts. Darn it. Line quite a bit. I'm afraid we burned up the rich rathtude when we had. Mm. Oh, oh I was, I was going to add to it. Mm. Mm, you still add to it. <laughs> Quite a bit, I'm afraid. We burned up the Rich Rath tube like a uh, nasty guitar solo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> like a face-melting guitar solo. I'm going to say that. Go ahead. <laughs> Quite a, okay. Quite a bit, I'm afraid. We burned up the Rich Rath tube like a face tude. Tude. <sighs> no way, dude. Yeah. I just saw the next line. <laughs> okay. Not sure what we're going to do. Not shut. Sure. <laughs> Easy. It's a family I program. I know. And we should also replace the hailing core on the fans so it doesn't. <laughs> Try that one again. Yes. God. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I'll do my line again. <clears throat> yeah. The Fan Halen? Yeah. Shouldn't be hard to find another one. <laughs>